Yes, welcome back. Uh, about 10 minutes' time, we've got Morning Glory Jeopardy. And on the back of Rugby League, looking at launching the season uh, of 2024 in Vegas, it's going to be Rugby League in weird and wonderful places. Uh, now, boys, uh, South Sydney versus the Broncos tonight. Really looking forward to this. No pain has, no Ezra, man. Webby, I was surprised earlier in the week. The boogies didn't really split them. I think it was a dollar ninety-five South uh, Broncos, dollar eighty-five South. I, a lot of the money's come in for South it as has, a consequence. Hasn't it? I, didn't know that. I just think why? Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know. Oh, but I I suppose it's been played up at Brisbane. I like South in this. So do I. Yeah, yeah. I think um, I think South are just um, just starting to warm up. Yeah, mate. Latrell, Cook, Cody, Campbell, Graham's playing good football, and and Cameron Murray, Cameron Murray which is going to be interesting or, origin time. I'm going to write an article next week. I think Cam Murray and Yo, you've you got to find a way to have them both playing in the middle. How, well, how do you do that? Yeah. Do you start like, – oh, well, they... I'll hold your fire, mate. I'll do tell you, oh, I've got a theory. What? I've got a theory in everything. And it's in your, I'm in the your Ste- I'm the Stephen Hawking of rugby league. I have theories of everything. <laughs> and, it's in, and it's in the Telegraph next week. It will be next week. It is on about your tiny little byline that's in the paper. Oh, mate, They've shrunk your byline to about, like, you can't, you need a microscope to see mate, it. Mate, I don't need it. I suffer from overexposure anyway, Webby. Oh, uh, oh, <laughs> you know what? Now you mention it. Yes. Um, but I thought that win, uh, that win against Penrith, the way, that to me, that was like, well, they flicked a switch. It's going to. The party's getting started at Renfrew. I believe they put a bit of a, I put. I believe they put a bit of a circle around that game, and they identified. And I suppose everyone's bogey team of the premiers, but them in particular, they said they've beaten us in the last few years in all the big games. Mm. We've got to get the job done, which I suppose is a challenge for this one, Webby. We're saying when you're sky high in one game, it's been a big long layoff. It'll just be interesting to see how South's come up for it. What's well, you, watch, you watch the Broncos, the opening 30 minutes, they look unbeatable. And when Payne Haas goes on, they look one-paced in the middle. They look a different team when Payne goes off. And this year he's developed an offload through the line. Him and Carrigan are developing into one of the best yardage combinations mm. I've ever seen. Mm. Very good. Right, what we're going to do, who, who wins, Judge? You like, you like South? I think South are morals. Yeah. Uh, now, what we're going to do here, firstly, I'll start. I'm going to do my five-to-one greatest Broncos and Souths players combined of the NRL era. I suppose the toughest probably two for me to leave out here were Latrell Mitchell and, and Cody. Uh, Cody would have done, but Latrell, you know, this time next year, I've probably got Latrell on the list. It's just that when I look at these other blokes that I put, you know, the, the, what they've done for their respective clubs. My number uh, my number five, uh, my number five have gone Sammy Burgess. You know, like never be forgotten what he did at that club and particularly in that grand final. Number four, I've gone Glenn Lazarus. Uh, when you talk about people who are immortals and whatnot, I think sometimes Lazo's contribution, like Bradley Clyde's and Brett Kenny's, gets uh, forget forgotten to a certain degree. But you know, if when you talk about when you gauge front rowers and their ability to make yards and their impact, then they always compare people to Glenn Lazarus. Yeah. Uh, number three, Darren Lockyer, for obvious reasons. Now, the impact he had at fullback and went to six and won a competition was even better. Number two, Greg Inglis. Inglis was just a phenomenon. Went to Souths, uh, played centres initially. You know, had pretty big impact there, but the moment he went to fullback, his football and the and the sort of football Souths played just went through the roof. And my, number one, Alan Langer. I just, I just look at Alpha. Maybe it's just... You know, I'm set, uh, uh, maybe 
It's just the era that that I, I watched as a fan, but also played against him. He was just for me. He just was such a great player. And again, one of those players when you talk about immortals doesn't get spoken about. I know. Right I was now. actually talking to someone about this yesterday. Why is he not in that conversation? Now, Webby, you're <laughs> going to do the the best South Broncos side of all time. Now. God, how long, did, how long did you muse over this? Well, let's just say if I'd mused over the run sheet and read that we were actually looking of the NRL era, mm. I wouldn't have spent so much time trying to work out but I like the it. whole the whole era. I was going, why are we doing this? It's impossible. What to we're do. doing, we we just we're giving different samples. We are the sizzler. <laughs> we are the Am sizzler. I, of and this is the so. cheese bread. Yes. <laughs> okay, so this is of all time. One <laughs> Churchill. I mean, he's an immortal. Oh yeah. Uh, two Sailor. Mm. Goes good. Uh, three, if you run off and off often enough, you're going to score tries. I've yep. got Renouf in there. Uh, four, Greg Inglis. Ooh. Five, Lottie Takiri. Pretty good back. Line. Now this is so. This is always interesting when you're doing these type of lists. Or I'm I'm a New South Wales Rugby League Hall of Fame judge. Yep. Which I'm very proud of. Yes. And this is always an interesting thing when you're trying to see who should be inducted. Is it what they did across their whole career, or what they did in the jumper? Does that make sense? Yes, like it's it really it makes it really yes. tricky. Yep. So if you're going to say who who's the better six, Lockyer or Lewis, well, I would say you'd, I'd say Wally, but, but, but in if, the jersey, in the jersey, I'm going to say Lockie. Yes, fair call. Seven Langer. Yep. And then this is where I basically spent the whole afternoon trying to work out who's the pack, mm. um, and I've come up with I've got Burgess and Lazarus. As the props. Up to Sam Burgess. Sam Burgess, yep. Mm. Uh, Karen Walters is the nine. Oh, Fokker. Mm. Sorry. That's his name, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, Bob McCarthy yep. and Gordon Tallis in the back row, <laughs> along with along with Ron Coot. There you go. Wow. Beat that team. Okay, just have a look at that as far as salary caps concerned. Yeah. <laughs> 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 well, we'll... <laughs> Well, Alfie played for schooners. Yeah, yeah. Red Bull and vodka. Red Bull and vodka. But it's a – I mean, both team blessed with – So uh, mine's from the NRL era. Yep. When's the NRL era start? 98. 98. Lockyer, fullback, wings, Wendell and Lottie. The centres, listen to these centres. Inglis, Luttrell. Now at 5'8", neck and neck – I had Kevy Walters and Cody. I know I'm going to go for Kevy because of two reasons. He won six premierships. Yeah. And his combination with the halfback, which is Alf. Locke, Cam Murray. Back row, Gordon Tallis and Brad Thorne. Front row, Lazarus, Sam Burgess and Appy Coruscant hooker. Yeah, right. Ooh. Okay. Yes. Yeah. That's uh, a good one. That uh, team would go undefeated. Oh, yeah. No <laughs> yes. one would beat him. What was the one I was just, I was just thinking there of a player that – Mate, I tell you one like people you forget as well when you talk about immortals. Gene Miles, Gene Miles, like, exactly. But, but again, it's what they did in the jersey. Mm. Unfortunately for Dowling, Lewis, and Miles, by the time they entered the NRL or the Broncos, they were past their best. Yeah, but, Jeez, yep. it'd be a good one to go back to the NRL era and pick the greatest team of each club and then have a look who would win the comp. Because mm. that that team there of South. I don't think anyone would beat them. No. Yeah. Just thinking the, about it. I'll say this. If you pick the best St. George side, it'd be a pretty decent side. No, I'm talking of NRL oh, era. Oh, NRL era. Mm. I tell you what, if you pick a St. George side, St. George of the War side. Yeah. You know, I'll tell you what they do. <laughs> they'd lose the grand final. <laughs> <laughs> yes. We should do that, Joey. That's not bad. 
How about we do that? Why don't we do that? How about and next, I'll tell you what we'll do to start. Just next the Melbourne week, Storm would have a good team. Let's start with the Melbourne Storm next week. Okay. So we're going to pick the Melbourne Storm's best team of the NRL era. Yep. Yep, because only came in and not <laughs> That's an easy one. Yes. yes. Uh, okay, Benny. My, you... my, this is my team combined. Inglis in fullback. Wingers are uh, Wendell Saylor and AJ. Because I don't oh, think man. Alex Johnson gets any respect. He will be he will get Gr- close to the all-time try scorer. We and he scores tries that people of yesteryear don't didn't score. Like that that are you know, athletic jump that is They almost they, moved him on a couple of years ago. Exactly. Yeah, they did. which whether it'll be interesting if he breaks Ken Irvine's record, which he's on course to do, does it then become the Alex Johnson award? There you go. Mm. Answer Ooh. that one, Webby. Mm, riddle me that. Just contemplate that uh, for a minute. Then my my centre pairing, Latrell and uh, the Pearl. Yes. Run off. Yep. Uh, into now, I've got Lockyer in my six. Yep. And I've got Adam Reynolds as my seven. Oh, I know, oh. I know, I know, I know. You all your yeah, Alfie well. fans, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I yeah. like Adam Reynolds. Yeah. I really like I'll, Adam Reynolds. I'll, I'll fax that to him. Uh, my my props, Lazo and Webke. Oh, I, Webke I loved Webke growing up. Mm. He was just that beast of a human. He he is he's typical. He's so Queensland. When I did the show with him at Channel 7, every single week he would turn up to the show and go, I know you've all been talking about me, all you Sydney grubs. I don't even want to be here. I hate Sydney. Every I said, Webby, must we do this every, every single week? week. Really? Uh, I'm going to go, can I have Kevy at nine? No, you no. can't. Oh. Absolutely not. Right. Oh. Okay. Okay. Why don't you rethink that? Gordy, 11. Brad Thorne, 12. And then um, and then Big Bad, Big Bad Sammy Burgess in 13. Mm. It's funny that Brad Thorne, again, Webby's right. It's what they do in the jersey. But, man, I don't know if there's been a greater winger, a uh, greater winner in either, either coach. No, Thorne exactly. And, and if you ask me this in 10 years' time, I reckon Haas and Cam Murray would be in that side. I reckon. Yeah, I think. I think. Yeah, you give, you give another five to ten years for both those players. I think definitely. Can I ask you? It's just going back to uh, Lang, Langer. Why? What made Alfie so good? Was it just Joey? Was it because he just had so many different weapons in his? You could not coach against him. Yeah, you had no idea what he was doing. Yeah, that's great what I footwork, yeah. kicking game. Played against him the first time in '93 when I first came into first grade. And they were talking about him all the way going into the game. Mm. And Webby, for the first 25, 30 minutes of the game, I was looking going, geez, our blokes are handling him. Really? Like, he's not given he's not given much. And then the second half, he just couldn't be discouraged. He just kept going and going and going and just end up burning Chief and Sarge out. You know, eventually they start our blokes started making bad decisions and he just cut us to pieces. I'll tell you what it did too. The game, the game under the 10-meter reel really suited him. Yeah, you know, over the advantage line and go. Mm. Yeah, you know, go at a team. Like him and it's very, very funny now when players, when clubs buy a halfback, say for instance, or a coach buys a halfback, what they try to do, they try to impose their style on the halfback. Imagine if Ricky and Laurie back in the day swapped so Ricky Stewart, I mean, imagine Wayne saying to Ricky, no, I need you to play the same as Alf and go over the advantage all the time. He just, no. Madness. It'd be and saying to Alf, Shunzi saying to Alf, mate, I need you to play like Ricky. Mm. Like Alf would struggle. You know, he was a shaky. Ten, to throw past 10 metres, he was shaky. Yeah. So that was his strength. Over the advantage line, at him all the time, couldn't be discouraged. 
So Wayne didn't think Alf was going to make it. Really? No, he thought he was too small, which was the knock on, which was the knock on him, and which I love it from obviously from the book point of view, but just from a from a a story point of view in the sense that no. Bennett was never tighter with any other player than what he was with Langer. Yeah. And you know what? Even now. Opposites attract. Yeah. That's what he loved about him. Tommy Radonik has got a lot of legacies. One of his strongest ones is when no one believed in Alf, he was the one that said, yep, this bloke's made of the right stuff. He's going to be a champion. Mm. We'll take a break. Rugby League Jeopardy next.